0: What up, Buzz? What up, buzz? You, tapped you tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped, okay, Goose, in, too? tapped in too? All right, Chicago, All right, y'all, Chicago tapped y'all tapped in? In? Tap in? All right, boys, let's crack feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ, Shot City, six rings, D-Rose, too big, too fast, too strong, history. And we good on that, put Jill on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say Bulls on Tap, Bulls on Tap. Our city pretty and gritty, Benny the Bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty, me I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me, banners on banners, we winners, we got the stats in the news, go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose, tapping with us we the truth, Jilla just murdered the booth.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap, I am your boy Buzz, I'm joined by my dude Goose, and we're here after a victory, the Bulls won! The Bulls won one. We beat the Milwaukee Bucks 120 to 113 before we get into this one. Be sure going on TapSportsNet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on X. And most importantly, following the Bulls on Tap Twitter account, X account, whatever. On X we're so close to 2000 followers. I think it said 1.9k. We could be like 99 away, but you know what? We're we're almost there. So let's let's get us up to 2k. Go to the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I want that at 2k too. We're trying our best. Um, if you don't do it, whatever, but that's shitty. So you, you should feel bad about it.
2: <laughs> God, dude, we got to talk about it. With. We're laughing. We're yep. laughing. For subscribers. I like it. I like it.
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I get to go to Gibson's. I don't even know what that is. I just, Tony Marchese, just called me, you know, Tony on tap. Everybody loves Tony on tap. He, he called me and he said, you know, you get to go to Gibson's. Burke told me I get to go to Gibson's and I wanted to seem cool. So I, I, I was like, Oh cool man. What's Gibson's? He's like, it's a steakhouse in Chicago. I'm like, yeah, I,
2: I actually know what that is. And you, Do you really, yeah, no, it's like the one place that my dad would rave about going like once every three years because it is expensive as hell.
1: Well, good. Burke's taking me and get me a steak, I guess.
2: Okay. All yeah, right. We
1: had, we had a little text thing. You want to see if I can add you in there? We could split a T-bone.
2: I, I mean, sure. Why not?
1: Cool, man. Fucking a right. All right. So come on, let's let, let, let's unpack it. Cause we get to laugh today. and We get to smile. No DeMar DeRozan, no Zach Levine, no problem. I titled it that. You read my mind before the show started. Initial thoughts when you saw that both of those guys were out tonight?
2: Um, oddly excited. Um, you know, it's, it's almost like getting a, a peek behind the curtain of what we might be able to see once um, the decisions that need to be made and are long overdue are finally made um, with this continuity era roster. Um I was excited to watch the game. The Bulls players seemed excited to wa- uh, to play the game. Um, anybody who played tonight not named Julian Phillips and Dale and Terry scored over 10 points. Um, kind of crazy to see the difference um, in just style of play when you don't have two guys that need 20, 25 shots a game each. Um, and kind of just dictate everything that happens on the offensive end. Um, I don't know. Team Felt like they just seemed a little bit more relieved to not have that drama on the floor. Um, uh, my favorite part of the game, despite the win, um, and a lot of fun moments from Kobe and a few from Patton there um, Zach Levine kind of like just hovering around the huddle towards the end of the game, like as they're winning. Just very kind of weird to me because it's like, you know, A, you should probably be playing, and B, now you're not playing and your team is beating one of the best teams in the league. Um, without you and DeMar out there. So it's it's just a very bizarre situation to see him in street clothes, hovering around the outside of the huddle, um, trying to be engaged with his team, but nobody really seen me. I, uh, I thought
1: they came out fucking quick. I thought they came out with uh, heart, pace, and space. We saw Billy Donovan's offense run. Um, we saw Nikola Vucevic have a huge game and be relied on. Um, so the washed comments, hey, it was one game, so we were, you know, we're gonna pump the brakes on all the bullshit, but uh, he did it very, very well, and it was awesome to see that he facilitated the ball. He has 29 points, 10 boards, six assists. Um, I owe Sumu, he started the game off hot at the Bulls' first five points tonight. Uh, he goes six for eight. I wish he would take a little. Uh, it's his first game starting in a while, but I wish he would take a little bit more shots. I, I felt like he had the opportunity to do so at a couple points, but it, not to men- yeah. like not to say that he did anything bad because I mean, 14 points, six assists, four steals, goose, four steals to add six rebounds to that for Sumu tonight. So he he played a very big game. Did um, the offense? It didn't look like anybody was thinking, and that's like the best way I can explain it. And like it, it didn't. And what I mean by that is it's not like they weren't dialed into whatever the game plan or, or any yeah, of that no, shit.
2: It's, it's that old don't aim, just throw, don't think, just play. Like, yeah, that like was when that it's was, coming natural and you're not having to think or overthink things. It, it tends to look a lot better.
1: Yeah, that was how I felt they came out, man. I felt like they just went out there and hooped and they didn't have to worry about what you pointed out in the beginning of the show to make sure this guy gets his touches and this guy get his his touches. Um Listen, I, I think that Zach Levine is a good basketball player. I think DeMar DeRozan is a good basketball player. I really do. Them together, uh, without an elite-level point guard, uh, at least for 35 games, we thought they were very good together. Ever since then, it's been under five hundred basketball, and I think tonight those young guys came out and showed them that you probably don't trust us. You take all these shots that are you know, ill-advised against the shot clock because we all have to stand here while you create. Well, this is what we can do when you're not in, and – how seriously they all took it. I mean, this is a big game. Kobe White played fucking 45 minutes. hit so many big shots. Caruso, huge game ties it at the end of the game with the buzzer beater. Andre Drummond, Stacey King was calling for him. Oh, you got to play more. He's got to play more. But in 13 minutes, he did play Goose. He made it fucking count. 10 points, 14 rebounds. We, we have not been seeing Goose. We have not been seeing the. No, we won. The, we we won the advantage. rebound advantage. Yes. We won the rebounding 51-43 to 43 tonight, brother. We We don't see this kind of shit. The team was moving quick. They were diving for the ball. There was a new feel to it. And if anybody tells me no, and I don't care what they say, Zach and DeMar, whatever one it is, or if it's both, it's an issue. That was a new team. That was a new yeah. team. And, and that's not a championship team. That was just a bunch of guys that went out there and wanted to win a fucking game and show you that they could do it, and
2: they didn't. Caruso and the kids came to play today, and uh, it was a lot more enjoyable brand of basketball than we have been watching, which has just been a team disengaged, really uninterested, not out there playing for each other. Um, and hopefully it wasn't a one-game fluke. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm obviously still riding the tank train. Uh, I was kind of oh, happy. Motherfucker, me too. I was kind of happy to see the Bucks take the lead at the end there until Caruso hit the game-winning shot. And then I was like, all right, I, I am a Bulls fan. I can't oh, well,
1: Caruso drained
2: it. I'm like, they got to win now. I'm hyped for that. Yeah. Um, so then going into OT, you know, the Bulls kind of just rode the momentum of that shot and didn't let their foot off the gas. And, you know, it, it definitely feels good to win with the way that the season is going, the fashion in which they won, uh, being without their two best players who are both – Uh, Seemingly on the trade block uh, to some degree. So let's see what this team can continue to do. But in a night where Kobe and Pat were my main focus, and obviously Vooch stood out more than anybody, um, I saw what I wanted to see. Kobe and Pat closed this game um, in that fourth quarter and into overtime. Uh, in a very good fashion for guys who haven't gotten that opportunity very much in their time here in Chicago. We're all fucking so impressed by Pat man.
1: I'm seeing I mean Twitter's dunking, right? Like look at look at that fiery dunk at the end of the game. Everybody's fucking fired up six for fourteen at twelve points. He's minus seven in the fucking box score. He's outplayed by pretty much I don't know anybody who got you know just as many minutes as he did. But, you know, good yeah he did some good he did some good. Um I like I like Julian Phillips too. I think he did some good. You know, um, I'm not tied to to Pat or anything. I'm going to throw that shot out there because there's a lot of shit talking that I just think is funny, so I'm just throwing it out there to everybody because I can tell they weren't watching the box score. They were just watching their little highlights and making it all up in their head that he's a
2: superstar. So, no, I wouldn't do that, but I was going to say, hang on. That fader in the clutch was big, homie.
1: So was the the oop. He had some moments. I'm not taking away his moments, but he was still 6 for 14. He still had two rebounds. All right, the two rebounds. Fair. Okay. It's all fair. I, I only speak
2: the truth, my brother. That's that's all that's all I do. And, and he was a negative seven. That's, yeah. that's minus, seven. minus seven. Minus my, my minus minus negative seven. Um minus negative seven, that would be positive seven. Right.
1: I was gonna make a gift gif, but I got lazy. And I was okay. gonna put Vooch on the tank, and then I was gonna send it to you as the new tank commander because me and Birklin were talking about this the other day. He goes, Who's the new tank commander? I'm like Dalen Terry. Of course he is. And then tonight I'm like, wait, we, we talked about this. If we go into a rebuild, and I wish. I could find the episode and I'm not gonna make Brian do it, but if Brian did do it, that'd be okay. awesome. <laughs> but like when we talked about if they do rebuild, I'd rather have them rebuild around Booch than anybody else. Um and oh, we made jokes about
2: that all, like all last season.
1: Yeah, all last season we kept saying the that. The second
2: just, half of the season was blow it up and build around Booch.
1: We've got we've got the tank commander, man. We've got him. We got Booch there. We got we, we got Dalen Terry to be the hype man on the side, and we got you know Kobe White who is finding some of his rookie year magic.
2: No, I mean, and at this point, I hope Pat continues to play the way that he does because his trade value is so shit that they're not going to move no. him unless it's attached to Levine or Demar and it significantly increases the value that they get back. So I hope he kind of continues to struggle and has to take a Kobe White s contract, which isn't a you proved it to me yet, you still got a lot to prove kind of deal. Um, and then in his fifth year, he, he hits his, you know, his ascension in, in, into Kawhi Leonard junior hood. Oh my gosh. that you just said
1: that to hurt me. I'm just going to ignore did, that. Cause it's a good shit. It's okay. No. But,
2: but, but the serious part of that was, I do hope Pat, you know, gets the opportunity, finds some success to finish this season and still doesn't do that great. And he gets a more team friendly contract on the Kobe side of things in, then we get to see Pat Blossom in a in a rebuilding scenario attached to a three to four year deal, uh, where he's on a team friendly contract. That that that, that would be ideal.
1: It's very beautiful if you wanted to bring him back like that.
2: Buzz at this point, if if we get the rebuild we want, giving up on him for a second round pick or a first round pick that you know is going to turn into a second round pick, <laughs> you're better off just paying just him fucking fun. keeping him. Yeah. No, I've got PTSD from the Lowry situation. And obviously the way we talked about Lowry on this show uh, before he got moved, obviously those last few Jimmy B seasons were a little rough, but um, the, the the hopes were always a lot higher for Lowry. So yep. seeing that play out the way it did doesn't surprise me as much, but PTSD mixed with the fact that I don't really give a shit about second round picks. I would rather hold on to Patrick Williams and see if he can be the best six man in the world um, at some point in his career.
1: I mean, I'm fine with running this lineup the rest of the year. Um because I I had the most fun watching even though Pat was in, I had the most fun watching it. Even, um, though Pat was in.
0: <laughs> even
1: I'm just, I'm just trolling at this point now. Like I don't, you know, I'm just trolling. But uh, like I said, the energy was really good. I like Javon Carter off the bench tonight, too. I thought he built some really good defense and energy on Dame Lillard, which kind of uh, frustrated him at some points. Um, I, I don't well, think Dame had one point in the second half through overtime. Yeah, I'm not sure if he did. He finished seven for six. I don't think he did either. He's uh, seven for he six. No, for he eight. literally had
2: one point, obviously. It was he just had one, one point. Game. Yes, one point in the second half all the way through. Middleton only had nine. Sweetie, I'm doing a podcast. Three of ten. Who, who's coming in
1: there? Someone messing with you, dude? Yeah, a little bit. They need to be. They they need to be dealt with. No, no, they're no, no, good. Oh, okay, cool, man. Because my cat jumps up on the table all the time. i like, knock that thing. out. I'm not kidding. I, the Pete I would never do that. I love my cat. It's a nice <laughs> cat. <laughs> what happened to Boo? Boo used to. He's, right, he's, Obama. he's right there. Every night,
2: and now that has officially stopped.
1: Yeah, no, he's literally right there right now. I got, a, I got a couch down here now. I don't know if you can see it. It's so damn dark down here. You see him right there in the corner over there?
2: Oh, okay, so you gave him a new happy home, so he's yeah, messing with the stuff.
1: Yeah, he's just chilling, dude. Okay. Who's just hanging out? Um, the fuck were we talking about? About how we won?
2: Yeah, awesome. uh, about how we won. How you Javon went? Carter
1: being awesome?
2: Javon Carter being awesome. Uh, Dame Lillard not doing much in the second half of this game at all. And... Um, the Bulls stealing a win against a good team in a season that, at this point, we thought didn't mean much, but they actually found a way to bring me excitement. So I'm happy about that.
1: Yeah, I'm happy about that, too. So um, next game up, dude, is going to be against the Pelicans. And Zion Williamson, don't know if you've seen this. He's on a fucking tear right now. So bring that same energy to the United Center on Saturday. And so the uh
2: Pelicans aren't going to trade out Zion for Zach Levine?
1: Oh, no. no. God, I tried. I tried. I tried to speak it into existence, but I don't think that's going to happen now. No. No. Uh, I also don't know if you saw this. They did add the two games in between December 15th now that we've been eliminated from playing. So we'll be taking on the Charlotte Hornets on Wednesday, December 6th, and then we'll be uh, taking on the San Antonio Spurs uh, December 8th in San Antonio before the schedule gets a lot tougher where we face Milwaukee, Denver, and Miami twice then followed by Philly
2: and the Lakers. So uh, schedule gets pretty tough there besides, that, you know, Charlotte has lost. Um, to be fair, there, there isn't any part of the schedule this year that doesn't look tough the way this team's been playing. 100%. But, I mean, I meant tough teams, I guess. Uh,
1: it, but Charlotte lost Lonzo. And San Antonio has been very. Lamella? What did I say? We, we lost Lonzo. Oh, we Charlotte lost yeah, Lamella. They all start with L's. It's all fucking, it all gets me. I do the same thing to my kids. Everybody lost games. their balls. Yeah, everybody lost their balls. The balls are all fucking out of the league right now. They're hurt. And then one, I the third one, I don't know what happened to that one. The balls, they just dropped. They just dropped. They're gone, dude. And then you have San Antonio, who's 3-15 and 15 after that. So two very winnable games for the Bulls that we do here on this show. We'd like to admit it and be up front with everybody right away. We are for the tank. <laughs> <laughs> just letting everybody know real quick dude just want to throw it out there i gotta you know that's what i'm we're surprised
2: here to see the spurs kind of sputtering the way they are obviously i get it you're you're coming off of a season where you're obviously bad enough to get the number one overall pick in the draft um and generally the first seasons in the league aren't really winning seasons for um even the most elite prospects but kind of expected them to not lose 12 games in a row
1: yeah, well I I I actually, got the best
2: prospect in the world and one of the best coaches to ever do it, and you've lost twelve games in a row. That's just well, I mean,
1: for they're they're not getting a lot besides from Wembinyana. I mean, Vassell, I mean he's been okay this year, but I don't so, think he so the Spurs
2: should trade for Zach Levy.
1: Oh, hundred percent. They did my two K, dude. I wonder if I could pull that up at the same time that I'm on the freaking yeah, I mean,
2: Pop's coached Zach in uh in the Olympics. And, uh, you know, yeah, but Pop's not balls. a
1: mole on so he's not going to give us a fucking
2: first round unprotected pick. I mean, I like Devin Vassell. I like Keldon Johnson. I like those guys, but I like the pick too. I told you, I have
1: a plan Isaiah Collier and Cooper Flagg.
2: Yeah, that's that's a great plan. Thank you. I'm speaking it into existence. Any first dispersed in this is probably going to be protected. To this start. is bullshit. they're on a 12-game losing streak. I'm
1: sick of these protections on picks, dude. I'm like – it's just – it's ignorant. It's it's ignorant, all right? Like, I I don't want to ever hear again that I got a first-round pick but it's top-10 protected. Like, okay, so I don't have shit. No,
2: no, I mean, after this whole Portland pick situation, when you've got a pick from a team that has Damian Lillard on their team, you feel pretty safe that that pick's probably going to convey outside of the lottery. Yeah. And it didn't. No, no, yeah. it didn't. No. It, did, it did
1: not. Speaking of Portland, have you watched Scoot Henderson? He came back tonight. No. he threw up a brick so bad I thought the backboard broke. Okay. Yeah, he looks he looks rough, dude. He looks rough. I was watching earlier. He they are, they were playing the Cavs. Cavs look good. Cavs <laughs> look very, yeah. Cavs look very good. A lot better than the Bulls. But I think the Bulls tonight would have beat them. Every, yeah. t- how many times you scream Kobe tonight?
2: A few. A few. Yeah. Over under five. Well, I, I have always enjoyed watching Kobe White play basketball. Now that he's, at least in this scenario, uh, with Zach and DeMar out, kind of your go-to uh, initiator and shot creator. I mean, there's not many things that that dude can't do with the ball. And as his handles continue to improve, he gets even more dangerous with that speed.
1: I agree. All right, well, we got a Xavier Garcia in the comments. Drum and lead and free throws tonight. Hey, man, I should have brought that up. Thank you. How many free throws the Bulls have? They had twenty-two and Drummond
2: had eight of them.
1: Milwaukee had thirteen and Giannis had
2: four. Wow. And one of those was the intentional foul at the end of regulation. Wow, man. Yeah, see, it's always fun to go and look back at the stats. That is like that actually. is very bizarre. On a night where the Bulls don't have Demar or Zach, they take more free throws than the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis and Dame. I would not have put money on that. That was not on my bingo card. Neither was us winning the rebound battle. So I guess when it comes to the bulls, bet on the unexpected.
1: So DeRozan, we know his ankles tweaked, right? We saw that happen live in a
2: living color. Zach Levine. What's up? What I mean, did, did you not see my my joking tweet earlier? I retweeted like two of your tweets, but I uh, okay, okay. Well well, there was one that had Zach, uh, Caruso and DeMar all listed as you know, like questionable Zach's right foot and it was Mars left ankle and Caruso's left foot. And I was like, well, the guys with right foot injuries have to go first. The guys with left foot injuries are stuck in bull's hell a little while longer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right on. That's, That's
2: the signal we're sending to the league.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. I think he's full of shit and I think they're working on this trade. Yeah. I, I, if I'm, I'm telling you now, if I'm our tourist and I would still, yes, I'd still want to be him cause he's rich, but I would not play. I would not be yeah, in con- control of your favorite sports. 100%. Sports I stuff. would not play Zach Levine for the rest of the season or for the rest of, until we trade him is what I mean. I would not.
2: God, I'm just hoping.
1: And people are like, Oh, you that- can get in trouble for that. He's got right foot soreness. He's got right foot soreness. I, I can fucking, I can linger this shit out, dude. You know?
2: Yeah, no, I mean I don't think Zach should play. You're, you're risking an injury. Um, it's clear that both sides want this to go the other way. He's telling other teams, calling about other players to fuck off for the time being, that he's gotta prioritize the Zach the bean trade, and he wants to see what his roster looks like after that. Um Do you I think he's gonna keep Caruso? The biggest trade chip probably in the <laughs>
1: like on the contract. Do you think he's gonna keep him? Because, like, I, I'm sitting here thinking, too, like, I can't play him either. There's, like, three times I thought he died tonight. And I was just like, "This, I can't handle
2: this shit. See, but I can't imagine what the conversation is like trying to tell Alex Crusoe oh, that Hunter, he can't, you can't. play basketball you can't. No, you can't. Yeah, he'll suit up and just go out there anyway. You've got to oh, lock he. that guy up in his locker and just tell him that he's not allowed on the floor. Um because he'll run out there in street clothes. So I, I, just, um, I wonder if my prediction was right, Goose.
1: I wonder if that was his last, that fucking, what, what was it, one for nine performance for two points or some shit? I wonder if that was Zach Levine's last. It's
2: probably not. It's probably not. I mean, would be super we cool, though. There, we went there a couple of shows before, too. Did we? Yeah. yeah oh. We well, I you wanted know, it to first, be. The first time that he sat out, we went there. Oh, I wanted it to be so so maybe maybe it is the case though maybe we are just like right on the the, the verge of the trade and then it doesn't happen and then they're like okay now you better sit it's still close to being dead but we don't know so they need to call Detroit they, I mean they need to call anybody that isn't the Lakers the fact I, that- I, like we need to flee someone stupid because I think the league is like oh wow he could score the ball a
1: little bit, but he's a diva, and it, and that's that's what it is. I know yeah, people don't like no, to hear that, but that's no, what it is. Uh,
2: and, the, and the Lakers situation really having to wait until January 15th to make a deal for Zach with all of their freshly signed players being the ones that they need to uh, match salaries to acquire him. Um, I'm really hoping AK in this next month and a half can figure something out that is not Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves because – if the media spin into building Austin Reeves into this all-star caliber player results <laughs> in him being traded to my team for our once all-star, I will cry. And I, that's not even because I think Austin Reeves is a bad basketball player. I'm not ignorant to that level. I think Rui and Reeves are both fine players. But as I put on Twitter today, I think that trade would be the equivalent of a Tori Craig and Javon Carter offseason. And when you're trading your max player, um, the guy that's supposed to be your best player, if you make me feel like I just had a Tory Craig, Javon Carter offseason after the trade, there's going to be a riot. Let me
1: ask you about this trade that Keith Smith of. Oh, Smith, I, liked all,
2: I liked all of his trades. Oh, you but did? Read, so you read, saw read the them,
1: trade? Read them off for the people, yes. Well, I was just going to give you trade two. Um, is that the one you, where we get
2: Benedict Mathurin?
1: Yes, it is. Because around a, a, a package right. with Levine.
2: Yeah, that, that's the one that I like the
1: most. Like, do you do that immediately? If Yes. That, okay. Yeah, I do immediately. That That's a pretty – I mean, I I, f- I feel like that is very
2: I unlikely. I don't think you're going to get a player on a rookie contract with more potential or better now uh, than Benedict Mathurin is. Well, the only, trade. the only reason I don't think Keith is like – and just go with me
1: here for a minute. The only reason I don't think he's super off base is because – I mean, listen, where did Levine – it's such a small fucking sample size – But where did he excel the most when he was next to an elite-level
2: point guard? Well, no. I mean, Halliburton, minus the defensive prowess of Lonzo, is probably the closest thing that you have there. Um, You just had Paul Pierce on uh, KG's podcast saying that he thinks Halliburton might be the best combination of passing and shooting that he's ever seen in a player, and obviously that's him getting hyperbolic. But he's not too far off in that statement. In terms of just those two skills individually, uh, there is not really too many people that we've seen um in this league that can do both. Yeah, um, it would allow Zach to play off ball. Um and I don't know. I think Zach's a good fit over there. And the irony there is we could have had Halliburton with Zach, and he wouldn't have had to even pick up Lonzo. Yeah, I mean, but like you said, I mean I wonder if Indiana I mean Indiana
1: has a chance here to build a little decent core. And again, if they keep Mathurin, I think he's going to be fantastic. I mean, he's still, he's still getting better. Um It just is like, when do you want to compete? And in, but to your point though, is Zach better than Mathurin? I don't think, I don't know.
2: I mean, he could uh, score, he
1: could score better. No doubt. I mean, you I, like,
2: I think Indy's already the highest scoring team in the league. Yeah. At this point of the season. That's true. Um, so you swap out Zach from Mathurin and I'm sure that probably goes up even more. Um i think a core of Hallie, Zach, uh, Miles Turner would definitely be a good show. I think so. I agree with that. That would be fun.
1: I mean, for them, I mean, I, I'd be happy to get Zach out here and then he'd ultimately not be great over there because I just think Indiana always crashes and burns, you know, just they're an essential division, division. There's a big dare to Indiana fans. So um, that's what we do here. We talk shit to other fans. We don't do that. I just did it now. But I want that trade. Give me third. So that, that's the one I wanted out of the list. A
2: third and then I saw an Okoro trade in there somewhere.
1: Yeah. Here, let me pull it back up. Yeah, there was a, um, but the Okoro, who was the Okoro trade for? I think that one might've been around Vooch. Was it really? No, no, that one wasn't Vooch. No. Oh, Vu- oh I, got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. So trade one, uh, Zubak from the Clippers, Russ and Amir coffee for Nikola Vucevic and Terry Taylor. So that's the first um, hypothetical trade that Keith Smith, Smith put on there. I just read you guys the a third, Zach Levine one. Uh, trade three. This is one that I've been kind of saying to you for like a while. Um, I thought we might be – we're going to get a first-round pick from Memphis, and that would be sweet because Jaw's going to be coming back soon. But Brandon Clark, which I don't like how – I mean, his contract is big, but it's decent value. Um, four years, $50 million for him. And then Luke Kennard at $30 million over the next two years uh, with a second-year team option. And a first-round pick for DeMar DeRozan and Javon Carter. That's a trade that I kind of dig uh, for getting the first-round pick from Memphis because they have a lot. I mean, again, they, I, I highly doubt they would give us an unprotected first-round, maybe a top three if we were to get lucky for 2024 But because they have their picks. But I don't think that that would happen. Um, trade four is Dyson Daniels and Kira Lewis, Jr. And a first-round pick from Milwaukee via New Orleans for Alex Caruso. Um, that, will um, the Pelican-
2: that might be the only one that I
1: don't like. So you don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the Kira Lyris Jr. and the Dyson Daniels and the first round
2: pick from Milwaukee for Crusoe. I'm not doing that trade. At that point, I'd rather just keep the the headband bandit.
1: Right. Uh, trade five: Isaac Okoro uh, for
2: Io Desimu and Dalen Terry. Yeah, I'd do that one too in a heartbeat. Uh, although Io, obviously is a little harder to let go, but just to see Dalen Terry somehow salvage something worth of value uh, before. His uh, contract extension is up again, and they decide not to pick it up the next time. They can't, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, you let him sit there and wait on it until the last day this year, um, and he's been in street clothes more times than not. Obviously, he did see the floor tonight for, I believe, four minutes. He but did. it was four minutes, dude, and he had a rebound. He had a rebound. That's about half of what Pat did on the glass. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he does have a future in the league. All right. People are going to start talking about him about the
1: next. He's like the next fucking. Well, I can't say Kawhi. Who's Dalen? Who? What do they call that archetype? We have a fucking archetype. So stupid.
2: Um, I don't know what the thing is. Like Drew Holiday, he's just going to be the, the the best, most active defender, and he's a secondary ball handler. I don't know. That's, that's all I got for you. That was very generous of you.
1: All right, you got any closing words before we get out of here for tonight, man? We're at the half hour mark. The Bulls win. We talked some shit. Had a good time.
2: Zach, Demar, feel free to continue to sit down. Enjoy yes. your uh, in-season vacation, uh, traveling with the team. And uh, Bulls, uh, don't win too many games, but let's let's keep it interesting because tonight was fun. I will give you that. All right, man. Well, we'll be back next game.
1: If we're already got who they played, who they play, New Orleans. We'll be back on Saturday, right? Or Or maybe, you know, it's the weekend. I'm a wild card. That's me, guys. That's all me on the weekends. I'm a wild card over here. I Buzz has a
2: lot of yard work to do every weekend, rain, sleet, or snow. So dude, I have no um, sometimes he just goes to bed early. And we're I'm gonna chopping work. wood, dude. I got a new axe. He turns the heated garage on just to chop wood in the garage. I chop it in the backyard.
1: <laughs> we'll see you on Saturday or something. Let's go, Bulls. Trade Zach and tomorrow. Goodbye.